Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecamerraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our D&D game Dice Camera Action. (laughs) 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 Nate is letting out his inner seal. We've all been there, let's be real. It's true. As always. It's true. Yeah. All right. Previously in Dice Camera Action, the characters fought their way out of Barovia, only to find themselves hurled against giants in the frigid north then borne by airship to the jungles of Chult, where they uh, battled all kinds of beasties to end the death curse plaguing the world. And then they set sail for home, landing in Waterdeep amidst a maelstrom of political intrigue and other nastiness, only to settle down in the Waffle House, a mansion owned by Magnus Burnsides in the north ward of the city. They've had many visitors. They've had many travails. Most recently, Paulton was reunited with the Ring of Winter, which he managed to get rid of recently, giving it to Alessandra Rayburton, Miranda Moonwhisper, and the ice construct construct Gwyneth. Now it is time for a well-deserved vacation. (laughs) The Waffle Crew finds themselves greeted by a particularly warm early summer day. The sun is blazing down upon the roof of the Waffle House. People are out in the street, fanning themselves, looking for water, uh, staying in the shade to stay warm. And uh, the idea of running off to the beach is a potentially welcome one. I'll assume this was Evelyn's idea. Any opportunity to bask in the, the warmth of Lathander. I think it was probably like someone was complaining about never getting a break or like someone was in the dark and Evelyn got the idea that someone needed sunshine, like real sunshine. And now she's bouncing around the house collecting beach toys in whatever bathing costume Evelyn has. And she's like already ready to go to the beach. She didn't even ask anyone if, if they wanted to go to the beach. She just started like packing the van for the beach trip, basically. <laughs> so what is what is Evelyn's beach costume? I mean, Holly, what did what 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 is a fantasy slash medieval bathing costume? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know. People just got in the water in their clothes, so that doesn't help. <laughs> um, I would say, I mean, she could just wear the dress that she wears, but she wouldn't probably do that. It would just, I just say go with like fantasy modern, do what you want. This is fantasy. <laughs> Have fun. You know, like those old school, like with a skirt, little bathing costumes. It's like a little tiny dress. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I don't recommend chainmail bikinis. They get awfully hot. No, no. <laughs> That's rust. I don't understand the purpose at all. So, like, Evelyn has is just like getting ready. Has it officially been announced to everybody else? Or yeah, but she didn't like family. We're going on a beach trip. She just has been buzzing around the house, like, oh yeah, Paulton, will you hand me that for the beach trip? Awesome. We're leaving in five minutes. Strix, mm. do you have your bathing suit on yet? Strix is like this. Go get your bathing suit. Strix hasn't have, like, left her room. Paulton's going to run up to... Decide ...whether I'm bringing my battle axe or not. <laughs> Paulton's going to go to Diet's room and just, like, violently kick the door open. <laughs> Like holding towels in just like shorts with no shirts, just like death bitch episode. It's time. Anyone? Death is in uh, his full usual outfit. All of his equipment is ready and traveling supplies. He's like, yeah, I'm about ready. <laughs> <laughs> there is that yes. chest. There is that chest of yours, Death. By the way, <laughs> sitting in a corner. Five minutes, huh? <laughs> Five minutes. If you have anything important to do that you'd like to do before we leave, might be a good time for a solo time. I don't know. What are the kids doing when they find out about beach trip? Uh, the kids are. Nat is like, what is a beach? <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't just not take them, right? No, the kids are all coming. Squidly, Nat, Nat, help, help. Help Squidly and Jenks get dressed. I feel like Jenks is already ready. Jenks has like live like probably lived for this beach day. Not <laughs> is still like and what is a beach? He's, I feel like he's got like a striped old timey one piece bathing suit on. <laughs> like when, like <laughs> when when Squidly and a big hat with a flower on it. <laughs> I like to imagine when Squidly's name is called, his head pokes up out of a pile of garbage he was hiding in in Strix's room, just like, Mom, where are we going? Oh my God, Strix's like, ah! What's a beach? What are you doing in here? Sleeping? Oh, God. So, oh, I'm not going to the beach. Get out of my room. So when what? takes Simon's hand and she's like, now remember, Simon, none of the kids are allowed to swim without you as their buddy. You have to teach them how to swim or let us know if they're drowning. Okay. You're the best swimmer. Really? Do you know how to swim without breathing underwater? Um, yes, maybe. I don't know. Did you, Let's... Did you ever swim when you had to breathe before? Mm. Mm. No. Oh. Well, maybe you should practice that a little bit, too. Okay. You can't breathe water, in case you were wondering. Yeah, I knew that. Okay, just checking. So, um, when last we saw the kids, they had gotten some gifts. Jenks, you have a golden wand that can turn That's things right. into other things. And uh, Squidly has a pet monkey who can steal gold. And Nat has a small little talisman, very similar to Dieth's, a little crystal pendant that lets her hear. Question. How long ago, about, was, were these gifts given? Oh, about a week. 
Does said monkey probably need to be fed? Uh... If monkey needs to be fed, monkey hasn't given any indication. Lucy seems to be able to fend for herself. Okay, I was just going to say, Squidly has definitely not fed that monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, she's not looking any more emaciated than she was when Squidly got her. Cool. Well, that's a way to teach him responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, is Waffles coming to the beach? I feel like Waffles could carry our beach umbrellas. Um, I think that Evelyn has been packing waffles like the van. So like, <laughs> like the van? Yeah, like saddlebags and she ha- there's like an umbrella sticking out of one. <laughs> some of the weapons are sticking out of another and she put like little blue zinc oxide on her beak. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And, and waffles is like outside like hooting like hoo hoo like the honk of the car. <laughs> Waiting to go. Strix still isn't out, out of her room. She can't like- squidly out. I like to think Waffles is like excited too, so she's like tup, 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 with her feet like tippy tapping. Yeah. Yeah. Alton's like walking out of the door and he's like dragging a giant, like heavy Santa present sack. He's like behind him. All right. I packed the essentials. Really heavy. Help. What's in there? The essentials. Well, I already packed the essentials, so what more could you have packed? I hate this vacation. (laughs) (laughs) I have specific needs that are very unique to everyone, and therefore I packed my own bag. Okay. Keep dragging them. It's just like like clanking. (laughs) So, Paulton, you can see there's no room for your giant bag on waffles because Evelyn has optimized and maximized all the available fur space, but... Uh, your mule, Lance, and a small cart are parked under the awning, should you wish to use that. We still Ooh, have Lance. Yeah. He's not dead? I thought that Lance... I've been feeding him! Her. You just hear from upstairs. I figure Strix takes care of all the animals and feeds all of them. That makes sense. Yeah. And no one even knows. It's like how no one knows that the chicken foot coven has been, has been there the whole time. Right. Cool. That works. And you can leave the coven, by the way, uh, to sort of maintain the store if you want. Yeah, I I will, and I'll give them specific instructions. I haven't left my room yet. What am I talking about? <laughs> oh, Strix has given them those instructions, but she hasn't left yet. She's still, like, deciding what she wants to take off. Like, she's, like, putting her cloak off and then putting her cloak back on and mm-hmm. then, like, putting it back off and then looking at, like, because she got the Staff of Power last time. Yes, and she does. she's, like, afraid of that. <laughs> she, she, like, decided that it it was scary. <laughs> like, she doesn't... Feel scary. comfortable with it. <laughs> so it's just in a corner with the robe on the bottom, and she's just been looking at it because <laughs> it's scary. And it was from a scary man. Is, uh, did last we left, did Warrington go anywhere? Or is, is He's he here. Around? Yeah. Last you saw him, he was upstairs in his attic room. Oh, please Warren let him wear. leaving in five minutes. Let's, let's not tell Warren. Need help oh, packing this, buddy. Bring, bring it on down. Use your big hippo strength. (laughs) Can't get in the cart. Maybe he doesn't even want to be in the water, you know? Just because he's a gift doesn't automatically mean he likes water. You know, I'm not going to stereotype. Yeah. Uh, When when, uh, people call out to uh, Warrington, he doesn't respond. But last you saw him, he was up in his room. God, I don't want to deal with that. Who's going to go get Warrington? I'll go get him. 
No, I need you to help me put this in the cart. Me? Yes, you. You are much stronger than me. You've, you're a strong, strong, strong. I, I am strong. Okay, I'll, I'll finish packing. Will you go get Warrington? Make sure he knows we're leaving in five minutes. Sure thing. I will head up to... Okay, his door is closed. So I go up to it and I knock. I, I don't even knock. I just like lightly tap. I'm just like... No, no response. All right, well, I tried. (laughs) (laughs) Evelyn's doing that thing where, like, the overzealous parent is, like, taking packing and preparing way too seriously. Like, she's making sure everything fits for optimizing all the space. And she's brought, like, multiple different kinds of snacks from the kitchen and, like, a tent. You know, like, things that you definitely don't need, but just in case. She's, like, really... Taking this seriously. Yeah, there are some folding chairs that you found um, in the tavern. You could have those too, and you could even like make sure that little names are put on them so everybody knows which chair is theirs. Oh yeah, and everyone has like a sandwich bag mm. with a little PB and J pie in it that says their name. Oh my god! And there's like some <laughs> apple slices. Yeah. I'm going to imagine that uh, we pre-planned for this. We're like we're all we're leaving at 9 a.m. and right now it's 10:30 a.m. and we're still trying to get to the vehicle. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's why Evelyn keeps yelling not five yeah. minutes, but she's and been yelling five minutes for like an hour. Yeah, Evelyn's that mom to be yeah. like, we gotta go, come on. Mm-hmm. There's yes, not gonna be any parking. not gonna be any parking for the owl bear. <laughs> uh, Strix will finally leave her room, and she's she's just put her hair up into like a giant, like poofy ponytail. Mm-hmm. Just like at the top of her head, and just has her under robe on, just like a little linen dress, but mm-hmm. and still a belt. And she's turned her staff into a fishing pole. And she's just like, I think I'm ready. Is this what water is for? <laughs> yeah, we can do fishing. Ooh, Warrington, we can do gun practice. Pack all the guns. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> Paulden like stomps out on Strahd von Cherovich. He just... <laughs> There's room for this, right? <laughs> no. Throw this on top. I think we can throw it on top. I'm going to stomp over to the carriage. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to rethink my whole packing strategy, but yeah, come on. I know, it's it. fine. It'll so work. So La- Lance's <laughs> shitty little cart is really kind of small, <laughs> and it's just got this big bag of stuff in it, and now you've got Cherovich just kind of planted on top of this big uh, sack. <laughs> can we go now? I want this to be over as soon as possible. Anyone got rope? I just need to tie this off really quick, and then I'll only have like five more things to bring, and then I'm good. <laughs> okay, we need, seriously, we need to go. No one is left <laughs> in the house. In five minutes, I'm setting an alarm, and then Waffles is leaving, <laughs> with or without you. Are you taking? Okay. Are you taking Andrew? Absolutely. I okay, am. great. He'll climb up on the cart with the bag and Strad von Cherovich. Cool. Are you leaving Albie with the chicken foot coven? Yeah, Albie will help them. Okay. Diaz, are you done with whatever you're doing alone in your room? Strix, you, Strix, you see Albie just sort of floating through one of the, the dirty windows on the ground floor, just sort of staring longingly. Oh, no! Like you're leaving a dog at home! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. I gotta, now I have to take him. I go, I'll go back in and get him. God, God I can't. All right, let's go. Okay, I'll give him a scratch. Be like, okay, don't, don't lose, don't, don't go out of out of our sight. Uh, at this rate, we're gonna have an awesome time at the beach, and everyone else at the beach is going to have a terrible time. 
so something. You bring Albie's leash. I don't oh. think this is an off-leash area. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'll get Albie's. Apparently, Albie probably has some pigeon pants, like a little like diaper, <laughs> a little leash. So he just floats like a balloon next to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like looking at him to try to figure out how the hell he would attach pants. To I don't thing. know. I don't even know if they poop. That's yeah, a they do. They do. Okay. Is this like, like a bag? Confirmed. Yeah. Just like tie a lore fans. Yeah. Just tie it around like one eye stock. Okay. All by that. We got some serious important D and D lore here. Is that gazers or yeah. whatever they are and poop? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, okay. So everybody, including the kids, are running around outside. Uh, Albert, Albert is all loaded, ready to go. Lance and the cart is packed full to the brim. With um, only Paulton stuff. By with the only way. Paulton stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Albie is floating nearby on his little harness leash and uh, no sign of Warrington. He's still in there somewhere, as far as you know. Oh, God. Do you oh. want me to go look in the window? I'll just, I'll go look in the window. I'll get on my broom and go. I told him, I told him we're leaving. So I'll, maybe he just doesn't want to come. Also, side note, uh, can someone also drive Lance to the beach? I have already had a few and should not. Yes, I'll drive Lance. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Fantastic. Also, I don't know if we all have room on waffles, and I've been waiting for just the right moment. Uh. Gather around, gather around. Now, she's been on vacation for a long time, but I've been wanting very much to introduce you to someone, especially Simon. Simon, do you know how to ride a horse? Uh, No. Are you sure? You've been alive for like 80 years. I've been like a puppet for most of that time. Simon, I definitely took you on a horse at least once. Okay, well, I'll show you really quick because you're you're the, in charge of making sure none of the kids... Never mind. Nat, do you know how to ride a horse? <laughs> Nat's like... I think so. I'm like, okay, good enough. Nat, you're in charge of making sure none of the kids get hurt. Are you ready? I'm going to introduce you to someone. And Evelyn does the like, do 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 Morning, Glory, I choose you. All right. Dad constricts like shielding her eyes. Yes. The sun. Shakes some like magical dust out of her mane. You can tell she's gallivanting somewhere magical in a different plane. And she's like looking refreshed. And Evelyn goes and whispers something to her. It's clear they haven't seen each other in a while, but that like, you know, they were, they've been fixing their relationship. They're on good terms. And Evelyn introduces Nat to Morning Glory. And Nat is like, yes. (laughs) Nat climbs up and looks very important on Mm. Morning Glory and motions that the other kids can climb on behind her. Squidly tries to just hold on to the tail and swing on it. Morning Glory, like, keeps just batting, like, you know, like a fly. Like, (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Also, Evelyn has just told Morning Glory where to go because Morning Glory is completely capable of steering herself. She doesn't need to be actually ridden by, you know, or guided. So Nat can think that she's doing a really good job, but Mm -hmm. actually Morning Glory is just taking care of the kids. Great. I think Death will see Nat up on Morning Glory and just kind of give her a nod and just be like, you're natural at this. This is my mount for battle. You got this. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And also, Evelyn has just assigned babysitting duty to Morning Glory because she realized that all of the kids were not going to be taken care of at all. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Strix will will fly up and check in the turret window to see if if okay. 
So uh, he's not a, he, he's not in the turret. He's in what's called the attic. What used to be the attic storage room on the for, on the in the garrets, and oh, so yeah. there are several windows that you can peek through. You can see three of them are curtained off, but the fourth one's kind of big and doesn't actually have curtains. And when you peer through that, you can see that he is in there, uh, and he is. Uh, well, make a perception check. Oh God. I was just checking to make sure that he was asleep so he wouldn't have to deal with him. He's not, oh, asleep. He's not asleep. 18. Okay. Uh, you can see that uh, he is drawing with charcoal on Aww. the wooden floor. Oh, that's weird. And you can see the floor is absolutely covered with scrawls, as are the... Um, the oh, wall, no. as as are uh, some of the walls and furnishings. You can also see that what he has fuck? what looks like <laughs> a uh, several projects in the work in the works. Little little gizmos and contraptions uh, what? here, there, and everywhere. Uh, Strix is going to knock on the window. He finally takes notice of you, and. Uh, uh, just sort of waves at you with a big hippo hand, and then goes back to work. And I just like I like motion like the drawing like the like, like and I start saying like it's least. <laughs> I don't think it's what that is. Uh, he sort of stands up and dusts off his kneecaps, and then looks down at the floor and says, "Oh, sorry," through the window. And you can see that what he has drawn on the floor looks to you like a map. Can I do I does it look familiar to me or was it? No, um, and it looks kind of weird. It's not like a, a map of, say, a city or a map of a um, building. It looks like a map of a series of interconnected chambers hmm. with, with tunnels uh, linking them all together in a strange. Gygaxian, not that you know that word, configuration. Okay. So it looks like like a Steve Ditko drawing from like Doctor Strange. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Okay. So I'm just looking at that going, okay. And it strikes you as as rather out of character for the the proper gif Commodore. Right. Uh, Well, Strix is like, we'll talk about this later. Do you want to go to the beach? The beach, you say? Yes, the beach. Yes, I shall put on my finest whites. I shall meet I you know. downstairs. Okay, we're leaving in five minutes. Please don't summon anything. Oh, shit. And he turns <laughs> and goes <laughs> uh, to look at his, to get his uh, best uniform. Oh, okay. I don't know what you'd do at the beach in your best uniform, but that's fine. Five minutes I'll later, just... five minutes later, he comes downstairs and he's wearing his pristine he. <laughs> A pristine white uniform with the medals uh, gleaming on his chest. I, I don't. Strix will just land next to everyone and say, so Warrington is making maps of something, and, and it looks like he's gone barmy in the tower. So let's just be extra nice to him, even though he's now appeared in his full regalia. We're leaving in five minutes. He's already here. We're leaving right now. Strix just starts walking down the street. I'm starting to think you're not really sure how long five minutes is. 
<laughs> All right. Now, you know, those of you who have lived in Waterdeep almost your entire lives, that the city itself slopes down toward the dock ward, and the, there's the wharf, but there's no beach in the city proper. There's also no beach out toward the sea because it's all cliffs or mudflats. There's a small beach east of the city, um, but it's a little rocky and pebbly and not very comfortable. The best place to hang out on a beach in Waterdeep is this island that hedges in a large part of the harbor south of the city. It's called Deepwater Isle. There is a wall, the, the extension of the city wall that closes off the harbor dominates it, but there are beautiful beaches on the inside crescent of the island. Now, to get to the island, one has to secure a small boat at the docks and take it across to the docks or to the beach on the island. So when you get to the dock ward, the first thing you're going to have to look for is a ship big enough to carry you all. The island's nice, but that's where everyone goes. Do we want to deal with that kind of crowd? I'm not going to that pebbly beach again, Diaz. I'm getting some relaxation, and the kids want to play in the fish sand. just from fine from a rocky beach. The kids don't want to fish. They uh, want to swim and play in the sun and build sand owlbears. I bet Nat yeah. fish. Now it's like, yes, <clears throat> fishing. All right. Um, also, as a side note, Nat has not been wearing that crystal constantly. She's experimenting with it in certain situations, but she's expressed that she doesn't feel like she needs it all the time. She feels perfectly comfortable talking to everyone she needs to talk to, but she's just been like experimenting with it now and then. And you can tell it's kind of a very difficult transition for someone who has never been hearing before. It's a little bit scary, and she doesn't really have anyone that she trusts to talk to about it. And she doesn't want to seem weak. So she, you've noticed, especially Dia, that she has only played with it a couple times. Yeah. Uh, Dia will say, all right, hold on, everyone. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. And then Dia will go off and acquire whatever passages they need, since he usually has the money on him and probably has the most general knowledge of water deep logistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so uh, you can always, you can leave the Lance's cart here. You might want to leave Lance here, too. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, but you can load everything into two uh, rented rowboats. And you can rent them uh, for the whole day for, like, a total of a silver piece. Oh, that's, yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. I mean, we could probably just, I imagine the coven has made enough profit to at least cover that. Oh, yeah. Uh, does Morning Glory is Morning Glory a Pegasus? Does it have a wings or is, can it fly? I don't remember. No. No. Morning Glory, <laughs> Morning Glory had wings in the like godly realm. Oh, yeah. that's what it was. Okay. But okay. but Evelyn doesn't remember that. She just thinks right. that that was like a fantasy she had. Okay. Never mind. So once Morning Glory bears the children safely to the docks, I assume you're going to uh, dispel her for the time being. No, she wants to come to the beach. She's going to get in a rowboat? She will meet us over there. (laughs) (laughs) I guess she doesn't breathe. Okay, so you're leaving her behind knowing that you can summon her again on the other side. Can she swim? She could also swim, yes. She's going to swim. Okay. Not with the children on her back, but... No. No. The children are going to be on the rowboat, but she's going to swim along. She wants, she's, she okay. whinnies with excitement because she loves swimming. Great. 
So the also, Jenks is, is spending time uh, turning things into other things with his wand. Doink! Doink! Yeah. Now, he knows that the wand has nine charges, um, and, then they reach, and then he recharges them at, at midnight. Right, um, right. Is he using up all the charges? Uh, yeah, he just used them up all. He's still learning, so he just used yeah. them up all at once, and he's like, oh. Roll a d20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's really disappointed. It's like when you get like a snack or a new toy, you just don't know when to stop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I got a ten. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he he uh, does he want to turn anything specific in anything else specific, like something useful that he can use? Now the, you know the transformations only last for one minute. Right. Yeah. Um, I think he's just uh, just doing it to like annoy Squidly, just like turning things into into fake guns or something. Not annoy him, but like encourage him because mm. he likes watching him annoy the other the other. Uh, the crew. So he's just made like 10 guns or okay. five guns or whatever, like fake guns, like squirt guns. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So when Squid I found all these guns. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and then they turn back into like rat droppings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Evelyn, as Morning Glory bounds off the dock into the water mm-hmm. and begins swimming away across to the island. Uh, it is around this time that you take notice of a familiar sight, and that is the galleon eyecatcher in the middle of the harbor, anchored. You were there recently. Mm-hmm. Um, not much has changed about the ship, other than you can see what appears to be a small little jetty um, going from the ship to the shore with some of the crew members on it. They're too far away for you to see who they are, but the ship is very colorful, and uh, you remember it well. This reminds me that we've just been so busy with other, you know, things that I didn't mention something about that boat. Dia? Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I spent some time the other day on that boat over there, and it turned Oh, out- the eye catcher? Yeah. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, Fine. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, and I ended up under the boat, as one does, in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that it had another part to the vessel underneath, like an underwater boat with a, a viewing panel. And I saw Drow in there. It looked like a like a secret hidden boat under the boat. A boat under the boat? Mm-hmm. I forgot about it till now because I thought maybe that was just some kind of boat thing that I didn't know about. I'm more mm-hmm. of a land girl, horses and things. Did it look like it had any kind of crab claws or anything at the front of it? <laughs> no, no crab claws. More like wingy things, I think. Huh. Well, that's right? bizarre. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. It looked like it looked like it was uh, it was made of metal, but shaped like a manta ray. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know if it's important or not, but yeah, I'm not really sure what to make of that either. But that's it's good to know. Thanks, Yulin. Yeah. Good. I, mean, I just I was you way know, to keep an eye out for the city. It's oh, it's good. So um, it would be easier to load waffles onto the rowboat. <laughs> If you sort of took all the stuff off her and put it, put that, put the stuff all in one rowboat, and then got her on the second one. Yeah, this is one of those math problems or logic problems. Yes, where it's like 
you have three things, only one boat to get back and forth, and if mm-hmm. two things are in the boat at the same time, the boat sinks. Mm-hmm. Yep. We flawlessly figured that yeah. problem. She sort of, when she's loaded down, she sort of reaches for the boat. There's a trepidation that, uh, that she doesn't want to. She's afraid she might fall in. And, uh, uh, I, can, I can polymorph her if that makes it easier on her. Sure, that, will or cause, do my, that would cause all the stuff on her to just fall off, of course. Oh, no, I can, I can turn her into um, a cloud. I think the stuff comes with her. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, so if I turn her into a cloud, she can go into the jar yep. that I have for her. Into the jar she goes with all your stuff. Yeah, and so I'll just hold her on her way over. Okay. Uh, so you're taking one boat or two? You can technically crowd into one, but two might be easier. We'll take two. Okay. The kids want their own boat. Okay. And Strix is probably rowing that boat with the kids, just like looking she wants to die. <laughs> they like to it like, kids boat, kids boat, kids boat. Mom's <laughs> driving. Uh, no. Yay. <laughs> Who's rowing the other boat? DS probably. Okay. So DS and Strix. Who's going to get to the island first? Definitely Strix. Okay. <laughs> so much for that. All right. Why? Oh, she's stronger. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> and right. by the time they both get there, Diaz is oddly very winded. <laughs> As Diaz's rowing the boat, like, Paulton's just kind of with one knee up at the front of it. Just, uh-huh. like, oh the direction we're going in. Nice. He's like, is Captain Paulton now? Oh, God. wondering. Warrington, yep. Munt, Warrington Munt will sit at the back of the boat. So, like, <laughs> so, Paulton, you're kind of you're kind of hoisted up a bit. Dave, keep on rowing. You're doing a fantastic job. You're a good first mate. Paulton's sounding more coherent. <laughs> <laughs> when Strix docks, you just like get off, get off the boat, get off, get off. The kids, get off. Yes, they pile off and immediately run onto the beach. All right, I'll open waffles and put her on the beach. All right. You can see that there are scattered groups of people who have already claimed certain parts of the beach, but there's plenty of space for a retinue such as yourself. And uh, obviously, when you arrive, you do attract some attention from some of the other folks on the beach. They tilt up their hats and stare. Hello! Fabulous day for a beach visit, isn't it? What a nice day! Some of them wave back. Dieth is self-conscious and is just like trying to not make eye contact with him, like looks down where he's watching a little bit while Evelyn's just like waving at everyone. Evelyn's like fluffing out like blankets that she brought for everyone to sit on and like arranging them and putting sticking the umbrella in the ground so it shades a couple of um like a little beeps. I'm I'm a I'm famous here as well, right? In the right vicinity. Um, you don't see any of your adoring fans uh, uh, that you recognize from like various taverns you've been at, um, but Waterdeep's a big city. You're, no doubt your reputation precedes you. He just kind of comes in and just like... <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> I'm wearing just a swimsuit. Anyone? <laughs> he like kind of puts the hands on the hips. It's like posing Captain. for the paparazzi that's not there. Mm-hmm. Death, you must fix this immediately. You'll go first, Mike. I feel like 
I feel like Strix is immediately looking around. Like she has her fishing pole, but she's just like walking along. She probably takes, takes her shoes off and just puts her feet in the water. Mm-hmm. And she's just trying to find things and the like look for shells and weird little baubles and things on the beach. So that's just what she's spending her time doing, just walking up and down the beach, trying to find weird things and collect them. Okay. Uh, as as you, you, you do find some some little shells and things on the beach, but nothing, nothing grand, nothing that really sort of sparks your imagination. So you just kind of, and some of them are broken, of course, and you kind of tuck those away somewhere. Um, but I keep them as a memory. Yes. Uh, as you're looking, you are somewhat surprised that uh, popping up out of the water very close to you is a small little blue-skinned child. Um, not human, because this child has fins on its head and on its fingers, and it holds out a beautiful pearlescent shell for you. Oh, that's really pretty. Uh, I don't go near it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll reach, I probably have one of my pies, like I've packed some snacks with me. Uh-huh. I think I still have them from the battle too, and I'll just be like, you want a snack? And I'll, I'll throw it a pie. <laughs> it sort of lands in the water. <laughs> It's a good snack. I don't want your shiny. I don't want that. I don't. I don't trust random objects from strangers in the water, even if you are a child. It will, it will toss you back the shell, and it just lands in the sand. I, then it disappears under the water. All right. I look at it, and I'm like, "Well, it's I guess." Uh, sort of a pink and silver color. Oh, I don't want to. Uh, I just like look around, like to see if no one sees me, and then I'm just like. And pick it up. Okay. It's beautiful. Happen? No. Can I listen to it? Yeah. You hear the sea. Also, you're in the sea. I'm still, like, really scared. And I'm, like, holding it, just like... Smell it. (laughs) It smells like it's been in the ocean. Is my pie gone? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's good. I'll walk back to the group and be like, a stranger child with fins on their head gave me a shell. Oh, that's probably fine and just a nice gift to go with our beautiful vacation day. Paulton, a shadow falls over you, and uh, a, young, a young man and a young woman come over to you and say, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you, but are you Paulton Seppa? Oh, you're just in time to help unpack the boat. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so if you look here, we have a large bag to be dragged off. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can help you, but actually, we didn't want to bother you. We just wanted to get your autograph. Oh, why didn't you just say so? Then who, who has a pen? All right, uh, yeah, so um, they will... Uh, they don't have one. Um, they're just dressed in beachwear. Okay. <laughs> push the wrong button. Strix has one. Strix will run up okay. and see it and turn her staff into a pen and be like, ah, oh, uh, here you go. Sorry. Oh, yeah. my, my assistant. Yes. Very good. And they don't have any papers, so they ask if you would sign body parts. Um, Paulton immediately uh, asks their ages first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, she is 20 and he is 18. Paul and like goes to sign. And he's like, all right, this hand's up here. 
<laughs> His hand is it, it's all it's all above it's all it's all above the the line. Good. Everyone's watching, right? I'm just like, do you I'm watching and I'm very uncomfortable. And, th- and you, this is being done with consent. They're both very excited. Okay, great. I'm just like, eh, okay, thank you. And then they, they run off, thank you, profusely. And uh, go, go, uh, go back to their friends. Can I have my staff back? Because I feel like it's been horrendously defiled. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, I, can I try and unload the big bag by putting it onto uh, 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 Strad von Cherovich? Okay. Walk off the boat. Sure. Cool. Just orchestrating this thing. Like, all yeah. right, bring it back. Bring it back slowly. All right. Slowly. Beep, beep, beep. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, it brings it to you. You can see Strad von Cherovich's legs kind of sink into the sand a bit, making it a little bit hard for it to move, but it manages. It's okay. I'll just like kind of roll the bag off next to it and yep. just like kind of hop in. Like like a like a legs over over the side thing, and then just reach into the bag. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's around sees that the bag is just like fifty bottles of wine. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> and Paulton just starts chugging. All right, that's that's basically the sum total of what was left in that ship's cargo hold is now on the beach. Mm-hmm. Right. It's gonna be a good beach day. When you hand Strix uh, back her feather pen, she's going to turn it back into a fishing pole and find Dieth and be like, here, you can fish if you want. Uh, so Dieth basically t- took one of the blankets that Evelyn had laid out, mm-hmm. uh, sat down on it. You can see his backpack is nearby, kind of flipped open. Mm-hmm. And you see Dieth with numerous parchments around him <laughs> as he's been like writing on stuff. And it looks like he's like deep in thought. Uh, uh, and as you like walk by and see the parchments, you can see it's like basically him strategizing and coming up with elaborate plans. Like some papers are notes on the castle lanterns, like this. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Um, Strix is going to use prestidigitation to pile them all up and put them back into the backpack suddenly while he's working on them. And he's gonna be like. I had those organized. <laughs> and she's like holds out the fishing pole staff and says, "You're going fishing." I will fish when I'm done. I I was working on that, and I I can't let it be interrupted. I you yeah, can't. Look, if it's, you work on vacation day, you're gonna mess with my vibe, and I can't allow that. As captain of this ship, I give you a, I give you the order, first mate, take the day off. You've earned it. Look, I'm outside on the beach. This is nice. This is a nice change of pace. This is very very relaxing and. It's a, it'll help me focus on trying to get all of this figured out. Evelyn, you know, I might help you. Yells, Look, I made a sand Lathander. <laughs> <laughs> it's like actually Lathander, and it's like ten feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> The kids are busy. Some of the kids are busy building in the sand as well. You can see Warrington Munt is just standing in the sand, staring back at the city. He pulls out a spyglass, telescopes it, and he's just looking back at the city. Dieth will like after seeing like everyone else do everything, will like turn back to Strix with like a like a kind of like a a defeated face and just be like, and then he takes off his boots and, <laughs> and then steps into the sand and like picks up like a stick or something and starts like 
playing in the sand. Poking <laughs> <laughs> the sand. But, but he's like, but he's just kind of like, fine, I'm relaxing and I'm having fun, see? Sirik's like, I guess this is the best we're going to get. I'm going to go fish alone then if you're not going to go go fish and have some fun. I'll join you in a little bit. Just I'm going I'm right. to do this for a little while. All right, you have a good time. <laughs> Strix is going to walk over and just like start trying to fish. All right. Um, yeah, she can uh, walk a little bit down to a section of beach where there isn't any, any swimmers or anything and cast her line. Um, yeah, she's going to do that. And she's also going to see if, like, she's like, Albie, can you, like, flatten yourself out a little bit as, like, a, like to block the sun? <laughs> <laughs> He'll just, he doesn't, he can't, he looks at you stupidly and doesn't, <laughs> doesn't know what you're asking him to do. But he does kind of interpose himself between you and the sun, so now there's this little orb blot of shade on your Perfect. face. Perfect. That's what I was does, hoping. Does Albie need some sunblock? Is this uh, little white skin going to get burned? Ugh. <sighs> Strix will like take a piece of fabric off her robe and just hand it up to him and he can just wrap it around his head like a little babushka. <laughs> <laughs> little babushka with little eye socks sort of yeah. poking out from underneath. Yeah. Sure. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Waffles is running around in the sand, rolling in the sand, bounding in the water, making big splashes. Like a dog brought to the beach. Exactly. Just, yeah, that's adorable. Yeah. And then goes running off, not well, momentarily terrorizing some other beach fellows <laughs> with her uh, presence. Yeah, beach, right? until until they realize that she's pretty, you know, inoffensive, and she's just splashing around them and running off. Yeah, if I catch anything, I'm just going to toss it to her. Okay, uh, just make a uh, let's call it. Oh fuck, I don't know. Roll a d20. Okay. This is all chance. There's no skill here. I got a two. Okay. You don't catch anything like in the first hour. Um, All right. But you do kind of like the, the tranquility of it. Uh, you're, you're, uh, be, being a tiefling, you don't react to the heat that a lot of people, the way normal people do because you're fire resistant, of course. Right. So for you, the sun is not oppressive. You don't feel like you're getting super warm standing out here, but it's actually quite pleasant. That's nice. I, like, every ten minutes I look back at Diaz expectantly for him to start having fun. Okay. Make a dexterity saving throw. Polly. Uh, dexterity? Why? What? Oh, no. God damn it! I rolled a one! <laughs> <laughs> While you're looking back at Diaz, something tugs really hard on your line and you forget to let go. So you just get right into the water. <laughs> you just hear screaming. It's like, wah, wah. well, even before that happens, you just go right like sploosh, and then you're screaming underwater. Oh God! Do we see like the just like the bubble trail like going? Uh, yeah. How much of this do we see? You heard a sound in her direction, then you look and you just kind of see nothing. Um, so you're still hanging on to your uh, fishing pole, I assume, Holly, because you don't want to lose yes. your staff. Yes. Uh, and you are being pulled really, really fast through the water. Okay. I'm going to turn it into my broom. Okay. Underwater, it turns into your broom. Okay. And I'm like, think, like please go to get above uh, water. <laughs> suddenly, she rockets out of the water straight up on her broom. I'm, I now am also wet and look very displaced. <laughs> my hair's just like falling down. When you're oh in the, my gosh, Strix is swimming. <laughs> Let's all go swimming. Yeah. No, there's a monster. <laughs> when you're in the <laughs> air, Strix, 
When you're in the air, Strix, make a perception check to see if you can <laughs> see what pulled your line. I'm Is wet Strix like when a bird gets wet oh. and it's just like kind of sad and like, yeah. Yeah. form? Like a wet, silky chicken. Yeah. But also like, <laughs> you know, like weirdly attractive in its own way. <laughs> it's like it's noticeably distracted like a little bit. Like, <laughs> it's mostly sad. Uh, that was a 17. <laughs> uh, you can see that what pulled you under was big and its oh. scales gleam in the sunlight with a bronze hue. It looks like a dragon. Shit. Well, I know that bronze dragons aren't mean. That's true. So um, I'm just like, I hold up a hand. And I'm like, did Evelyn, can, can you help me? There's a dragon. I'm, I'm yelling this. There's a dragon. Oh, we're playing dragon. No, there's a dragon. I'm like flapping my arms, like trying to show there's a dragon. Does Evelyn have any context for a dragon being underwater? No. Didn't we like... <laughs> blow one up once <laughs> dragon turtle that's true mm. so if she like, doesn't immediately react she's just like Ugh, and just like even all fly over to her though okay she- by this time strix the dragon has gone deep enough that you can't see it anymore i swear there was a dragon i just saw a dragon are in the water sure? are you positive i am a hundred and maybe 90 percent positive well, what should we do about it? Was it just, I mean, maybe it's a good dragon. Maybe it's just chilling. I don't know. You Didn't you see like a submarine or something? Maybe this dragon and the submarine are in cahoots. We should ask Warrington. He knows about these weird things. Okay. Evelyn flies over to Warrington. Warrington, are there water dragons? <laughs> water dragons? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are. Would they be swimming? If in there the are air space air? dragons, they're almost certainly water dragons. But you've never seen one or heard of one? No, but I assume dragons can swim in the water as easily as they fly. I hate to call off swimming, but I suppose if there's dragons in the water, we certainly... Well, it was a nice dragon, even. Strix is still on her boat. She's like, it's a nice dragon. She lands just like sopping wet just looking like a sad, wet cat, and she's just hunching over. She's like, it's a nice dragon. It's a, it was a bronze dress, shiny one. The shiny ones are nice. Ah, yes, bronze dragons. Very nice. Oh, well, we should go say hi then. Well, it's gone now. I lost it. I don't know why it bit my fishing pole, which was very rude. Well, I'm just real confused as to what, what help and reaction you actually want. Paulton, like, kind of stumbles over and just... Do you say water dragons... Yeah, there was a bronze. There's a bronze dragon in there. Water dragon. Well, you know what? Here, if you're, a- if you're asking, a dragon's like a big lizard, but it's got wings, <laughs> and they're they're. Remember that one time that big red one like knocked a building on us? That's what dragons are. I maybe. I can go down there. I can polymorph myself into something that can breathe underwater, and I can go down there and make contact with the dragon. I don't want to ruin all the beach day for everyone because Dieth is having so much fun. Like, goes into six points over at Dieth. And he's got his, like, pants, like, Obama's pants, like, actually, like, rolled up to, like, just below his knee. And as they look over, they realize he's been, like, scribbling onto the sand what look like elaborate plans and maps. Damn it, I told you not to do that! Prestidigitation, they're all gone. He just falls to his knees. Do you want me to do that? I can go try. The dragon won't be mean. It's a shiny dragon. They're nice. 
I mean, if you want to, it's your vacation, I guess. Just be safe. All right. Okay. Um, I'll be back then. Does anyone else want to come? Anyone else want to be sea animals? Squidly. Uh, Nate's internet was uh, having trouble, so he might be a little little hiccup right now. I'm certain Squidly would want to come. Oh, there he is. There he is. There you are. What? No, no kids. No kids are getting put. Kids are, that's danger for the kids. I spaced out for a few seconds, so I didn't really hear what we were talking about. But what I gather is the kids should definitely go in the water. No, they're not. No. <laughs> nope. That's not it. Squidly. No. Who wants, no, none of the children. One of us needs to stay here to watch everything and the kids. I Squidly's feel like. already like Naruto running toward the water. I feel like more than me. No, Squidly. Nope. I'm just going to let him go. There he goes. I hate it. There he goes. Sploosh. He kind of trips before he gets up. <laughs> Wee! Ah, damn it. Wee! Paulton, you're too drunk, so you just stay here. Dianth is not having fun, so do you want to come with me and try and find this dragon? Me? No, you're drunk. I'm looking at Dieth. Me? Yes. Otherwise, you're just going to sit here and keep scribbling nonsense in the sand. So, Dieth, you do recall, I'm not sure you remember this, Jared, or not, having a brush with might have, what might have been the dragon when you were underwater scavenging. Oh, I do remember that, but I have not put two and two together. Okay. Dieth has not put two and two together. Fair. <clears throat> um, Dieth's like, uh... I, yeah, I mean, I, I could help. I mean, I don't want you to go somewhere dangerous. I'll keep. I mean, it's just it's just the ocean and a dragon. I mean, what could go wrong? Well, that's. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Can Squidly swim? Uh, roll a d twenty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Six. He goes, he went in the water and he hasn't come up. Morning Glory, who's babysitting, looks up from playing in the sand with the kids and goes, and trots over and ruffles around to try to find Squidly in the water and tries to, like, grab him by the scruff of the clothes and pull him out by by it with her mouth. By, like, the swim trunks, so, like, it lifts him up and just bare ass. Okay, the horse will go in the water, look around, (laughs) dunk its head, and come out with a mouthful of Squidly's shorts. Oh my god. Does the shorts are squidly attached as well? That's correct. Okay, good. You know, she'll just carry him out like isn't there a scene in hundred and one Dalmatians like this where you're carrying mm-hmm. a little little dog? Yes. He probably just <laughs> And Squidly is like, breathing is hard down there. <laughs> it's literally that like sunscreen ad for the kid. Mm-hmm. He like throws up a little bit of water and like catches his breath. <laughs> And then just runs back in the water. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Where's the dragon? Book where she's carrying him by his little pants. That's what it is, I think. I don't know. Someone in traffic. Okay. Well, Squidly's back in the water. <sighs> you can make an, you can make another d twenty roll, Squidly. All right, all right, got it this time. Uh oh. <laughs> um. So what if it was worse? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A current grabs Squidly and takes him out into the harbor. Oh, God. Morning Glory just looks at Evelyn like... (laughs) 
He gets this swept is, away and you just seem like, oh boy. <laughs> this, this like whole scene is playing out and Strix is watching it like, let's go play. I would rather deal with the dragon. To, are you sure you want to go, Dieth? You just look sad. Yeah, I'll go. And uh, Dieth will actually then start removing all of his usual attire mm-hmm. to reveal he's actually wearing his swimsuit underneath. Everything. Oh, you actually did get ready. Uh, it, but it's like, but like the swimsuit is like just kind of like sad looking. It's basically <laughs> oh. like a, it was like a, like a burlap sack, more or less. That uh, it's definitely been worn before. Like this is probably something he's had for years. Um, and instead, it kind of changes into this and like disrobes. You can see him just look like a little, a little, little uh, bashful or even like embarrassed by it a little bit. And Very like, pale. <laughs> yeah, just it's really pale. It's. Not attractive. <laughs> and he's like, all right, yeah, let's let's go. Strix yeah. is like, I like your bathing suit. That's and fine. I'll, I'll go after Squidly, yes. I guess. Morning Glory, watch the other kids. Between breath, Squidly, just like, oh, no, I got it. <laughs> it's okay. It's all under control. Control. Good. Strix can press to digitate DS bathing suit to make it, like, at least not, like, fraying on the edges. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so now it looks a little bit cleaner. And she's like, there you go. Yeah. Like, uh, internally, there's just, like, a thing with Dieth where everyone else is, everyone else, like, looks so nice. And he's really just using, like, the the same old raggedy thing that he's had for years. Strix's robe is over 80 years old. I think she doesn't look that nice right now. (laughs) And she's wet. Is she wearing that? The underneath part? Yeah. She's just wearing, like, the underneath part. It's I like see. a shirt dress. Got it. So it's like a tattered shirt dress, but she's just wearing it with nothing, none of her accoutrements on top of it, so it just looks like she's wearing a sack. So they're both wearing sacks. Oh, you guys both look like Dobby. Yes. Great. <laughs> right. um, but she'll uh, she'll just say, and is there anything you want to be particular in the water? Anything, any kind of animal in particular you would like to be? Animal? What? No, we're gonna polymorph. You didn't even need to take your clothes off. No, just just me is fine. I like being me. All right. Squidly often just like still out here. Lynn's <laughs> chasing him. Yeah, Strix is going to polymorph herself then into a uh, into a penguin. Okay. With a witch hat. Oh. All right. <laughs> so you're a penguin. Diaz is Diaz. Yes, it'll be DS. Yeah. And she can she communicated to DF to to pick her up and bring her with him into the water. Okay, he'll like <laughs> pick up the penguin, but it's like yes, just like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so you wade out into the water and set the penguin on the yeah on the wave, and uh, you start to swim out. Uh, yeah. Okay. After about uh, forty, eh, more than forty feet, actually, closer to about. 80 feet, uh, the sand, the level of the, the water really kind of drops off and you kind of hit this uh, harbor reef. Um, as you're swimming below the water and looking, it's quite uh, verdant down here, untouched, unpolluted, um, almost too beautiful. Yeah. Sirks is penguining around. I, th- I, around. Think under, I think underwater, Dieth is a surprisingly adept swimmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, I think he's uh, spent a lot of time doing this, especially like in his treasure hunting days and things, mm-hmm. like looking for a lot of stuff underwater. Yeah. So. And he knows that Deepwater Harbor gets its name, of course, from the fact that it gets real deep real fast, like just yeah. abysmally deep. Yeah, and, like so when he's underwater, he's like shockingly yeah. graceful. Yeah, and the water gets very cold as one gets farther out. 
and of course uh, murkier as well. Uh, but yeah. you swim out, looking around. Now the harbor is vast, so even a even a dragon can lose itself in this in this in this dark abyss quite easily. Mm. Um, I'm going to unpolymorph myself and just like tread water next to Dia, holding my staff, and just be okay. like, "I think we should get its attention." Fireball. What? <laughs> You're detonating this underwater. Yes. Okay. All right, yes. It goes off underwater, and there's this green flash. Why are we pissing off the dragon? No, we want to meet the dragon. Maybe he doesn't want to meet us. A couple dead fish float by. Look what you did. That was easier. So you didn't want to go fishing. Now there's fish. You took away the sport of it all. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Evelyn, make a perception check. Nine. Okay, you don't find Squidly. What? God damn it. Uh, dang it. Even with all the yelling? And there's no more yelling. <laughs> Guys! <laughs> all hands on deck. This is not a drill. This is why we have the buddy system. No more swimming till we find Squidly. How near are Strix and DS to Squidly? Uh, well, they can't see him, so they don't know. Well, I mean, like, from the last point, he went swimming. Oh, he was about 100 feet away. Glenn's going to cast, um, I'm going to double check that I have it, but I'm pretty sure I do, uh, locate object okay. on something that Squidly carries on his eye patch. He's going to locate object Squidly's eye patch. Okay, and locate object is a action, right? Yeah. To cast, okay. Uh, yeah, he's, he's below you. She's going to die. Well, <clears throat> do I remember correctly that Evelyn actually can't swim very well? Um, and she has her boots. She can swim because oh, yeah, she, she went under the boot. ship. And she has, a, yeah. she has a decent athletic score, so she can do it. Okay. So she's just going to dive for where she senses Squidly is. Okay. Into the water she goes. Make another perception check to just follow the, the spell trail. See if you can find him. Last 10 minutes. Not 20. Great. Uh, yeah, you can see that uh, Squidly is uh, deep under the water. He is with uh, a pair of merfolk. Uh, do I know anything about merfolk? Uh, as a resident of Waterdeep, you would know that merfolk periodically come into the harbor to conduct trade with water Davians. Uh, bringing things that uh, from the deeper sea, and uh, often stay here for a good deal of time before they go off back to their their homes and their clans. So, uh, you've actually probably wanted to see one your whole life, and this is really your first chance to see one, and not just one, but two up close. And you can see that you're not sure what they've done, but Squidly does not no longer seem burdened by the water in terms of he seems to be coping just fine. Able to breathe and stuff? Yeah. Evelyn comes and like joins the conversation. And Squidly, you saw, you were um, helped by one of these merfolk and uh, they cast a spell on you that lets you breathe water. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
Evelyn, I guess, also can only hold her breath for a certain amount of time. So she kind of like joins the conversation, you know, by putting her hand on Squidley's back, like, I'm with him. And then she's like, uh, yeah, the merfolk are a little perplexed because you don't look anything like what they imagined his mom would be. Um, and But uh, they were just kind of showing off some interesting sea life down here, um, sort of. Uh, but they, they kind of let him go at that point, and they dart off into the deep water. Evelyn's like, <laughs> underwater, but then she, like, looks at Squidley, and she's, <clears throat> and she grabs his little scruff and swims to the surface of him. Okay. Just hear him like, no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you pull him to the surface, no problem. False alarm, no drowning today. Squidly has lost his swimming privileges. <laughs> also, Jenks, I'd like to imagine, is on the beach with like sunscreen on his nose and his big, big, like wicker hat with uh-huh. a flower in it. And he's just got like, like a big giant book that he's reading and just like, but like under the shade of an umbrella, nice. he looks very luxurious. He's like sipping out of a drink that he's made out of like a coconut with an umbrella. <laughs> wow, this is fair. <laughs> yeah, he's having as a great uh, time. As Evelyn brings Squidly onto the beach, he just kind of like lays down on the sand, starts like obnoxiously flopping. <laughs> and he's just like, you brought me out of my home. That's my home now. I can't breathe on air. <laughs> he says breathing on air. <laughs> Morning glory, Squidly is no longer allowed in the water. He tries to like flop back into the water, but the <laughs> morning glory just drags him by his little pants again across the across sand. the sand. All right, the flopping has tired him out. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he just falls asleep yes. on the sand. And while mm-hmm. while Squidly is sort of lying on the sand, uh, there are seagulls that are sort of gathered overhead, probably because they smell lots of food, um, and they're just sort of hanging out near Jenks and and the rest of you. They're gonna eat me, I'm a fish now. Yeah, they might. Uh, There's actually one perched on Waffle's head. Aw. Waffle's just kind of sitting there, tired out, on the wet sand, and the seagull's just on its head. Aw, that's like trying to get him off. (laughs) Nat is trying to fish, but no one taught her how. So, yeah, (laughs) she's just doing that over and over again and kind of looking around to see if Dieth notices to give her a good job or not. Oh. is out in the water. He's out in the water. Yeah. I mean, from the water, though, you can see Nat on the shore casting the line. Yeah. Oh, he sees. Yeah. 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 Uh, I still don't think we should try to find this dragon at all. It's, if it's harmless, we should just leave it alone. I thought we were trying to enjoy our time at the beach. We are enjoying it. We're swimming now. <laughs> The two of you are swimming. Damn it, you got me. <laughs> Damn it. There was yeah. no dragon. Damn it. <laughs> no, there was a dragon. <laughs> but I did get you out in the water. All right. You're right. Well, then, you might as well make the best of it. And Dieth immediately, like, dives right back underwater and starts swimming around trying to find underwater treasures. God damn it. Okay. He comes, he can, like, come back up after a little bit. See Strix be like, well, come on. Oh, I mean, I, I can't swim like that, so I'm just going to turn myself back into a penguin. Okay. I'm just a penguin down there. Okay. So the penguin's back. All right, sure. so Dieth and the penguin start swimming underwater uh, looking for stuff. They pass some schools of fish, 
And as they get closer to the reef, they see all kinds of dazzling colors. Um, you can see, uh-huh. it, it looks like some of the coral has been picked, probably by traders. Um, there's a lot of white and pink coral uh, still left. There are sand dollars and urchins and other things that you stumble upon. I like to imagine while they're swimming, they're like pointing things out to each mm-hmm. other. He gets his hand and stricks with this. <laughs> yep. She'll definitely pick up a sand dollar with the, her beak and just like bring it to him, like thinking it's money. Yeah. They'll take that. <laughs> All right. While that's going on, uh, Paulton, what are you up to? Uh, am I still conscious? That's a good question. Make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Okay. Uh, 14. Yeah, you're still conscious. All right. I'm, I don't know. I'm stumbling around. Who do I, who do I see? You see, I- War- you see Warrington in his uniform uh, looking uh, with his spyglass, and he seems to be talking to himself. Uh, and then you see Nat on the shore casting a line. You see Squidly with a horse sitting on top of him. You see... Jenks under a parasol with a coconut drink and a book opened in his lap. And you see waffles covered with seagulls. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just lying there, kind of on her side now. And all these seagulls are just perched on her like a dead whale. Occasionally, she just sort of flails and bats them around, but they just land on her again. Paul just kind of like scans each of these scenarios like, no, no, no. He sees, uh, he sees Jenks. He's like, ah, yes. They like kind of stumbles over and like squats down. And he goes, little magic one. The, 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 the Why coke, are you putting on an accent? The coconut. It's a it's a stick. You wouldn't get it. You've probably never seen. Where'd you get the coconut? Oh, this I don't know. It was Strix's. I I stole it from her room. It's, it's not here. Uh, no. Because I, he's holding a bottle of wine. He's like, because I want to pull this. Hey, Dad! Here, this is- Dad! You hear mm-hmm. Simon calling what? out. What? Jake's is just like, look, look what I made! Rabble. It's lovely, son. Tell your mother. I don't, Jake's is like, I, you smell really bad, so I'm just going to give you this, this. Here, you take it. You are a saint. And you will be revered as the greatest wizard in the house. Don't That's, tell tricks. I think I'm the only wizard in the house. She's explained that to me multiple times. The only wizard in the house. Oh, you're, thank you. You're a wizard, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Paulton. Thank you. Thank you. Do you sip on his coconut pina colada? There's, yeah, there's like pour a little wine in it, though. There was just water in there. So. Uh, okay, just water. All right. Yeah. So, so you, you just watered down your wine. Yeah. But it's coconut water, right? Right, yes. Sure. So it's, it's tasty. Coconut-flavored water, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Sick. That'll do, Jinx. Just stumbles away. Try to find Simon now. See Jinx just roll, rolls his All eyes right. and goes back to reading, and he's using the book as like a sun shield. When you gaze <laughs> over to Simon, you see that he has built a gigantic replica of Castle Ravenloft. Oh, God. Cool. Out of sand. Right. It's, actually, it's actually as tall... Tall, if not a little bit taller than he is. It's got the two big spires and the big wall. It was, it's actually quite an amazing bit of work for a little guy. It's actually guy. probably pretty impressive, yeah. Yeah. It's like really like to, like to scale, like impressive, detailed. Mm-hmm. It's just like, 
how the hell long have we been on this beach? <laughs> it's Better look at it before stuff. Strix prestigitates it away. It's like, it reminds wow. me of home. <laughs> well, what kind of home? Sort of. Yeah, it reminds me of home, too. Oh, that's concerning. Are we ever going to go back there? Oh, that's real concerning. <laughs> and like, you know what? Knowing, I don't know, it's up to Perkins, so probably at some point. But who knows, son? Only time will tell. But this feels really foreshadowing, so. <laughs> and, and he starts, like, pointing out things. He's like, and that's where I almost did stuff with a vampire. <laughs> that's where a bird friend memories saved my life mm -hmm. that's where me and I think that's where me and Diaz shared a body once that was weird um, it's just like pointing out all these horrible things <laughs> Simon's just listening attentively mm -hmm. it's like, and, that's, and then he just like passes out straight forward <laughs> Simon sort of taps him with a stick <laughs> yep. I don't know why, but I imagine at this point Evelyn's like all disheveled because she's trying to make everyone have fun. Oh yeah, she's been bumping <laughs> between all of these scenes, fixing things yeah. like saving Squilly from drowning, re-threading Nat's line, patting her on the shoulder, getting another coconut for Jenks. <laughs> Jenks is like cheers. You've seen Evelyn uh, Strix or uh, DF bob up occasionally in the water to get another gulp of air before diving back down. They're, they're quite far out, hundreds of yards out now, but they seem to be having a good time. Strix is doing fun penguin air acrobatics and like jumping out of the water like, wee, like a whale, but nice. a penguin. Nice. It's real dumb. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm not going to play your characters, but when someone passes on the beach, it is customary to bury them in sand. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think Simon and Andrew have got that. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yes, so they're burying Paulton alive in the sand. Yay. Great. And, uh, and uh, Evelyn, you can see Warrington Munt is still kind of looking with his telescopic spyglass over at the city and um, uh, kind of moving about looking at different things. Anything on the horizon, sir? You, you can hear him kind of mumbling, talking, but he doesn't seem to be talking loud enough for anybody but himself to hear. Even will go over and check on him just to make sure he doesn't have sunstroke. Oh, okay. Uh, well, he is clearly having what appears to be a, a fairly low-key conversation, low, surprising for him, uh, with nobody. He's saying, Oh, yes, I can see over there. Yes, seems rather lightly defended, that tower. I count one, two, three, four, four guards, tops. Oh, yes, they've got the seawall down. The seawall chain's down. Ah, must be a lot of traffic. Oh, yes, look at all those pennants. Beautiful. Well, yes, there's one road that goes up to the castle. There's only one. It's, uh, it's like uh, he's, having a, he's having a conversation with somebody who is not there. Warrington, are you talking to someone invisible? What? What? 
Well, well, madam, no, of course not. Were you talking to me? Sorry, I, I, sometimes I get confused when someone's like talking to themselves or whether they're talking to me or not. He says, not exactly. Um, um, it's, it's all rather strange. I seem to have made telepathic contact with someone in the city who wants to know more about it. Do you know who? No, but he's quite friendly. Why does he want to know more about the city? I think he finds it all very fascinating. I get the impression that he's from some distant land. And he's specifically asking about city defenses and things? Well, no, just sort of, well, yes, and other things, of course. Very curious. Wants to know what it's like to live in the city. And I tell him it's wonderful, beautiful place. Friendly people, not quick to judge. That, that is interesting. You know, I've had some experience with this whole telepathic connection thing. And, uh, have you now? I'm, I mean, among us we have. And I, I'd be a little worried about just kind of letting anyone talk to you and tell you things. Well, he's not telling me anything. I'm just describing the city to him. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> that's... Okay, I'm sure that's fine. I'm sure, you, you know, you must have met someone real genuine and you have a real connection and maybe you can just be friends. And that's nice. Kind of like a pen pal, except with your brain. I agree. Yeah, I'm sure that's totally fine. You should tell him about Lathander. Oh, yes. Yes, I shall. Yeah, tell him all about the spires. You could take him on a little tour there. Hmm. Capital. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're having a good time. What's his name? Well, I... I don't know. Can you ask him? Well, I did ask him once, but he said it was nigh unpronounceable. Oh, well, we'll just call him Nye, then. That's a great name. Okay, tell Nye that I said hello and that I hope the Morning Lord shines upon him. I will. And, okay. and Evelyn? Yeah. I'm having a splendid time. Oh, I'm so glad. Let's do this. We should do this like a monthly outing or something. Oh, yes, of course. I okay. concur. Good. Well, have fun with Nye. I'll be right over there if you need anything. Okay. Cool. If, if I'm so glad you were the one to try and talk to him about that. <laughs> yeah, Evelyn thinks that's probably fine. Why would, why would there be any reason to suspect anything else? Mm -hmm. So, what next? Uh, I imagine Is anything killing us in the water yet? Nope. I, I imagine we'd actually probably ever turn back to shore pretty yeah. soon. On yeah. account that Eeth gets tired real easily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you were, you were struck by all, all the things that you saw down there, the sea life. You saw an octopus, a small one. That big around that changed color. Oh, Strix definitely was pointing at that, like yeah. with her flippers. Yeah, uh, but nothing hostile. Everything was pretty. Everything was pretty tame down there. Yeah, we oh. probably come back to the shore with like a. Yeah. a oh, you did find um, actually sort of half buried in the sand what looked like an old uh, bronze bell, like maybe Ooh. it was on a ship or something. It's about wow. maybe, maybe it weighs oh, about th thirty pounds, and then it's just sort of sunk in the sand. 
cool. That's I neat. I don't think I would be able to bring that back to the surface. No, you don't think it would be that hard, actually. Oh, I'm going to do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Strix can turn back into herself and help, too. Sure. So she'll not unpink. Yeah. So you come, back, you come back to shore um, and rejoin your friends with this bronze bell that you found. Uh, you can see there's... Uh, it was probably... It doesn't seem to have a lot of, like, barnacle growth or anything on it, so maybe it fell off a ship, you know, within the last Ooh. couple months or something. Ours now. Yep. I, I ding it with my staff. Ding! ding. Nice, ah. nice solid tone. Ah, this is so cool. Ooh, what'd you find? We found it's a, a bell. bell. <gasps> maybe we should have a bell tower at the Waffle House and we can ring it when the pies are ready and it'll be like our thing for our, 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 our business and it'll summon people to the pies. You do, oh, have a turret. Nice. you do have a turret. Yeah, it looks like it came from the bow of the ship, so we can also mm-hmm. try to figure out what ship it came from. There's probably like a lot of really fascinating history here. That sounds also interesting. <laughs> Strix leans into evil. <laughs> Strix leans into whisper and she says, "Look, he's having fun." That's true. Wow, what interesting history! I wonder what clues we could find right now here on this beach on this fun vacation day. Matt, roll a d twenty for me. Sixteen. You catch a big fish. Vaughn. <laughs> Nat runs over without taking it off the pole because she doesn't know how to do that. She's just holding it wiggling. Yeah. And she holds it up to Dia. Yeah, uh, Dia will see her coming and he's like, oh my gosh. And like, <laughs> is impressed by the catch and put the bell down for just a moment. It'll go over uh, to Nat and like grab the end of the line uh, you know, to help steady the fish. Uh, he doesn't take it off for her. He actually mm-hmm. like holds it to her and shows her how to like, you know, smooth down the back of the gills or the fins and actually like, unhook it to like you know properly like take it off uh it, it just shows her how to like take care of her like first big catch i don't know if it's her first but whatever does he teach her how to like gut it and everything uh we can that's that could be for later depends how late into the evening we stay on this beach yeah. but it's a good eating fish you know that df heck yeah that's dinner yeah that will basically take as much time as you will give her to teach her this process and spend time with her over it. So. Oh, sure. And you're, you're, you're actually quite impressed that she was able to pull it out of the water because it's about a third her size. Yeah, this idea uh, <laughs> would have struggled. Uh, did Nat bring her dagger with her? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then, yeah, at some point he'll actually have use her dagger to help show her how to properly scale a fish and then where to get, like, where the proper fillets for, like, the proper amount of meat and avoiding bone. As soon as they do finish this, she definitely, like, chest out, you know, very proud, brings it over to Strix and signs, kitchen lady. And hands I, her I'm, not, I'm not the kitchen lady. I'm not. You are, though. I know, but that's. Wait, I don't know what to do with the fish. Is it dead? Wait, is it already gutted? It's dinner. Yeah, it's already good. It's all, it's all ready. She already prepared it. Okay, all right. So Strix will take it and look around and notice that there's nothing to cook it on and just use her hands and fire spells <laughs> to just hold the fish in her hands and cook it. <laughs> she's just holding it and she's like, like sighing, just cooking the fish. Nat, who knows nothing about cooking, thinks this is totally the only way that you cook a fish. <laughs> that you cook. Right. Yeah. And Strix will like toss it and flip it around. You have nice. a frying pan. 
Nice. You do have a oh, frying pan. Oh, yeah, I do pan. have a frying pan. She remembers that halfway through, and she's like, this was funnier, but that's okay. Yeah. She'll you put can, it on the you frying can fillet, pan. You can fillet the fish and cook the fillets on the frying pan. Yeah. You, you, can so heat it, you can heat it the same way with your hand. Exactly. She's going to heat it in her hand and, like, cook the fish in the frying yeah. pan. All right. Like, here you go. This wonderful smell sort of pervades the camp as the fish is, is fried up beautifully. Uh, by this time, all of you have noticed Simon's castle, Ravenloft, Sand Castle. And you can see oh. just Paulton's head sticking up out of the sand with hat. Oh, God. <laughs> I, can I press to digitate the, the Castle Ravenloft to turn into just the, uh, the Waffle House? Like, woo! You don't really have that fine control over the spell. Oh, okay. If you press to digitate, it probably doesn't all collapse. I don't, I don't want to ruin it. I feel bad. Okay, that's very nice, Simon. That's great. It's oh, a great wow. reminder of accurate, really bad times. I mean, he'll yeah. come. He'll come. He'll come over and eat some fish. Good. Matt just stands be- beside Strix, who's preparing the fish, and just kind of like looks like, "Yes, you're welcome." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Strix will sign her like it's a, it's an excellent fish. Good job. Yes, it is right. an excellent fish. By the time you eat the fish and the the hour the hours of the after because you got the late start, of course, the hours of the <laughs> afternoon. Tick away, and the sun glides across the sky and is now falling more over toward the west and takes on that, uh, that look of that weariness that the sun gets when it's ready to set. And uh, the long shadows of the castle walls on the island begin to span across the sands. A number of other people have already taken their small boats and gone back, but you guys have been having such a great time, you've just kind of lost track. And Paulton is still in the sand. Uh, mm-hmm. but, at, but at this time, Paulton, uh, go ahead and roll a die for me. Thirteen. You wake up. Mm. He <laughs> 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 like looks around. So it's like, is it like up yeah. to my neck? Yeah. Just look around like. Everybody else is sort of over in a cluster. They've eaten. You can sort of smell just a little hint of the fish still in the air. It's kind of, what? <laughs> <laughs> this little crab crawls right up to your face. <laughs> I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> you, you scare it off, and it goes off. Hey! Hides out in Castle Ravenloft. <laughs> Crap on Chelovich. The, sh- the shadow, by the way, the shadow of the, the, the sand castle has now fallen on top of you. Oh, God. Oh, so when you look up, it's just this silhouette of Castle Ravenloft looming, looming high above you. I think oh. we should go. I am activated. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, help. Oh, oh, I'll All go. Right. I'll yeah. go get him out. No, Strix, you don't have to do it. All right. That was a good time. The joke's over. Nat, Jenks, Squidly, let, let Paulton out. Jenks is like, it wasn't me. Simon, and you see you that he's set up, he set Ferdinand up next to him also with a sun shield. Yeah. Little <laughs> <laughs> stuffed owlbears with a little drink. Squidly's still like passed out. He's just exhausted from yes. swimming and flopping. Yes. And uh, and so yes, uh, Simon will end. will go over if no one else will. Well, 
Eva will go over and, but she, like, despite herself, she kind of, like, pauses for a second. She's like, are you, you want out of the sand? Don't, don't, don't make this a thing. Don't make it a thing. Simon, Simon, Simon just darts his eyes from Evelyn to you, from Evelyn to you, this whole conversation. Don't, don't make this a thing. It doesn't need to be a thing. I'm just asking today. I just, I would like to get. What happened? Can you, if, if you're not going to help me out, can you just like hand me, can you like get me one of my wines and like a really long straw and then I'll be fine. <laughs> Simon, what happened to, to your father here? He shrugs his shoulders like he's lost his voice all of a sudden. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think we should help him or? He gives a puckish smile. I will expend a, a spell slot for this. Don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his bucket and puts it over Paulton's head. Does <laughs> he like? Oh, oh! Now you done it. <laughs> then, Simon, then, Simon, then Simon runs away. All right, Evelyn takes the bucket off and she digs around a little bit for him. Get his All hand. Right, yeah. Okay. At this point, Paulton, you can pull yourself out. Great. Even just it's like cool. Now there's sand everywhere, and it's gonna be there for months. Well, I guess that's what happens when you drink that much wine on the beach. It is now that I've written it down. <laughs> <laughs> you asked that. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, did you tell them to make this castle Ravenloft? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Simon's a little homesick. Homesick? Mm-hmm. Like, for the Waffle House, I'm hoping? Except the castle is like, I'm going to say no. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we need to make him a more comfortable place at the Waffle House that he'll love even more than Castle Ravenloft. Maybe we haven't been doing a good job of you know. Yeah, I'd say if he misses this, then we're probably doing something wrong. Yeah, we're not very good parents. Mm. Okay, well, maybe he needs a new room. Maybe he needs a room all to himself. Does he have a room all to himself? Do, do we have... Do, he had the he turret room before. He's had. He sleeps in Paulton's room. Yeah. Do you think he needs his own room? He might. He might be at that age. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe we could... Maybe, oh, ooh, we can make him his own room and I can paint it like Castle, Castle Ravenloft so he can have his little thing. You know, it's just a phase he's going through. You just through. hear, no! <laughs> Above game, I, I, I just want my room to look like that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, uh, okay, that's uh, an idea. I mean, I don't know what age a kid is supposed to have their own room. Because I never had my own room, and also I don't really understand how to parent a someone who's eighty and also like eight at the same time. It's very confusing. So yeah, I it's a weird window. Maybe we <laughs> shouldn't be too hard on ourselves. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, maybe we'll just talk to him and see uh, see what what we could do. Why not now, Simon? Oh, he's over with the other kids. Simon! Come here! He comes. Why'd you make a Castle Ravenloft? It's very nice, by the way. Very accurate. Yeah. 
don't know. Was it like you miss it there or just like you remember it real well? I don't know. I don't know. Are you just, are you, is this, is this what the teenager phase where you just don't say anything anymore? You don't like to talk anymore to your parents? It's just a dumb castle. Okay. Well. Don't say it's dumb. It's very nice. It's very well done. You know, also, do you, you have a real talent for this. Maybe you want to take up some more sculpture or like architecture. We could help, you know, support your interests like good parents. Mm, sure. Cool. Um, also, do you feel like you need your own room? Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, let's see what we can do about that. Is there anything else you want to tell us? Anything on your mind? Can we make it up like a pirate den? Sure. That sounds much better than... I'm going to be a pirate. Oh, okay. That's a normal thing for someone your age. That sounds awesome. He wanders off. Hey, guys! I'm going to be a pirate! I think we did that well. That was good, right? I think that was good. Yeah, pirates are cool when they're not trying to kill us. Okay. Good talk. Cool. Good job. Get a little, like, parenting high five. (laughs) (laughs) Can Strix see that um, Warrington is still talking to himself? No, he's not talking to himself. He's sort of cleaning off his monocle. And it looks like like he's he's grown impatient. He wants to get home, but he hasn't hasn't told anybody that. You just feel it. Okay. I'm sure Strix can feel it. She's very aware of everyone when they're just uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Once Um, Strix comes back from the ocean, Evelyn will be like, Strix, have you ever heard of someone... Uh, being able to just talk telepathically like across planes. You've been to other planes and stuff. <laughs> Strix just makes this face. <laughs> what? Have I heard of that? I'm going to, I'll do an Arcana check. I'll see if I've heard of that. Because I have a pen pal, you know, Omen, but um, Warrington has like a mind pen pal. Oh, that sounds like a bad thing. I got 18. No, you've never heard of anything like that. Well, you should I don't like talking. it. His name's Nye. I don't, it's probably not his name. <laughs> it's probably something bad, but you know what? I'm going to go ask him about what that map that he was drawing on the floor, because that was weird. So I'm going to stomp over to him real quick and just be like, hey, Warrington, hey. You know what hey. I don't like about <laughs> this beach? <laughs> no, we're going to leave the beach soon. I just, what was the map what's, that you were drawing? What's, what's that, Warrington? What don't you like about this beach? The only thing it's missing is a good mud bath. <laughs> Next time we should go hippo. to the mud flats. Hey, you're a hippo. You roll around the mud. I think we'd have a lot of fun. <laughs> you're, that that's so cute. cute. <laughs> that's adorable. Are we heading back now? Yes, we are. Excellent. That's, I totally, Strix totally forgot her question because she just thinks it's funny. <laughs> that you're a hippo and he'll, just help, he'll help pack things up in the boats. Come on, kids. We're heading back. Evelyn's got, like, sand in her hair, and she's, like, super exhausted. She's like, wasn't this such a nice day? Didn't we all have so much fun? Shouldn't we do this all the time? And Strix is like, oh. What do If if Simon isn't looking, Strix is 100% going to go, like, kick the castle over. Last thing you do is you run over and kick the castle. Yeah, yeah. I was asking, "Mm." what, what fun thing did Evelyn do? Watched everybody else have fun and packed, packed the caravan. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right. 
just, just, just making sure we're on the same page here. Yeah. Okay. As you cross the uh, Deepwater Harbor, you make it back to the dock ward. Uh, you put the ships back, uh, tie them off at the pier. You haul your stuff out, strap it back onto the owlbear. You get Lance. You stuff up his cart with what remains of empty bottles, apart from the ones you probably left on the beach. Um, and uh, make your way back to the Waffle House. Uh, when you get... It's a, it's a nice drive back there. It's a warm evening. The sun is setting behind the walls of the city. Uh, so everything is sort of shadowy and cool. Uh, just slants of light coming through at various points onto the street until you make your way into Trollskull Alley. Park Lance begin to take things down and off the owlbear. Uh, the kids run, and, uh, run to the front door and notice that uh, there is... Uh, when you get inside, uh, there is a note on the counter from the chicken foot coven telling you that, you know, business went smoothly today. Nothing to worry oh, about good. there. It's not bad. Okay. Uh, two, packages, two packages arrived. One is a letter addressed to the waffle crew in a red envelope. Um, and the oh. other is a long box that was mistakenly delivered. Uh, <laughs> and you can see it is actually addressed to someone named Audra Nell. Elon, when she that a leather came, goes, was it from, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it, says, it says, Nell Trollskull Alley. Um, now, you don't know an Nell on Trollskull Alley. All right. Well, we can't open it because it's someone else's mail. So we'll, we'll find them Which later. Which is why we should make sure that we seal it back up so you can never tell. <laughs> no! <laughs> What's the letter, Evelyn? Do you want to read the letter out loud to us? Someone knows our name and put things in a red letter, which I feel like red is a danger color. Yeah, I'll read it out loud. Okay. When you open the letter, you see that it is an invitation to attend an auction. Ooh, an invitation. Oh, it's for that auction thing. That was part of our, our plan yep. with the devil worshippers. That's it tell, cool. It tells you where and when. Yeah, as soon as you bring up the auction, that's when DF immediately just like, that's what I was trying to figure out today. Oh, my God, I completely forgot. I forgot <laughs> we had fun, though. <laughs> Trix, like, holds up some sand dollars, like, throws them. The beach is swimming. You had fun. See DF, like, panicking, like, starting to, like, pick up all of his stuff. He's like, I can't <sighs> believe I just let myself. Oh, my God. And he, like, starts, like, going upstairs up to his room. Mm-hmm. Do you think he'll ever have fun? I think we had fun today. After All like right. a, a few minutes of, not, not, I mean, like just like a brief moment after like him getting to the top of the stairs, he actually like comes down a little bit, and like pokes his head through the railing, and just says, "You guys were right though. Today it was nice, and I think we all needed that." See, I like hanging out with you guys. Aww. That was good. I that like was good. Out. See, he had fun. Evelyn puts the invitation on whatever is the equivalent of the fridge. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> goes into the kitchen and basically um, puts it on top of the ice, a, uh, the ice box. We have a bullet. I picture in the kitchen we have like a bulletin board that says like wash your hands. Oh, sure. Like this is establishment isn't hard. responsible for injuries. Like that kind of thing. Days without accidents. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you do with the package, the box to Audra Nell? Well, we open it, of course. Excellent. Uh <laughs> So, when Strix no, isn't there, because Strix said not to open right, it, so Paulton opens it. Yeah, Paulton opens it. Are you just using, like, a knife or something to cut it open? <laughs> yeah, I try to be, like, delicate to where this will be, like, okay. refillable. It's, it's kind of, um, it's sort of square on the ends, but it's long. And so when you slice it, you want to slice it at the top so that you can just sort of dump it out from the top, or you want to slice it along the side? 
Which way would be like more delicate? Probably the top. All right, let's go with the side. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you slice it open on the side and you open it up and you can see that it contains a rolled up rug. Looks quite beautiful. Just an exquisite rug rolled up in a, a tube, like a, a bundle, like a cylinder. It's a rug. And then the rug leaps out and attacks you. Oh, no. Not again. The rug's fighting me. <laughs> Am I the only one in the room? Yes. yes you're the only so one in the room. It's a rug. Oh, God, the rug's fighting me. The rug is fighting me. We have a, we have a rogue rug. <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's the color code for this? Code All right, it makes, it makes an attack against you. Oh, my no. God, I rolled a crit. Um, no. <laughs> But your okay. death will be a rug. <laughs> so you are grappled by the rug, and so it completely wraps around you, and until the grapple ends, you are restrained, blinded, and suffocating. <laughs> no one's there. All right. Um, great. And so roll initiative, Paulton. In my head, I like... my. I'm trying to be more kind to myself but my guilt is telling me that somehow I might have deserved this. <laughs> that, is a, that is a nat one. Okay. No! All right. Uh, so at the start... It's initiative. It's fine. At the start of your turn, you take 11 bludgeoning damage as it starts constricting you and crushing you to death. Cool. Oh, boy. And what do you do? Um, You're restrained, blinded, grappled. Did any of us hear the commotion? Nope. No one heard me scream, the rug is attacking me. <laughs> um, hmm. There's a lot of noise. The kids are screaming. They're wound up. Plus, nobody so takes I, you seriously when you say the rug is attacking you. My <laughs> like, guy's drunk. He's passed out again. So then I can't, I can't even cast any spells, can I? Uh, so while um, your verbal spells you can't cast because you, are, you can't breathe. Can um, I, is Thunderwave verbal? Can I Thunderwave a rug? So, um, and of course, you know, you're, you're absolutely wrapped up in this thing. So, uh, no, it's got verbal and somatic components, both of which are very difficult for you. Okay. Um, ah, I wish this said what? What? Oh wait, can put verbal. Oh, okay, cool. All right, verbal somatic, cool. Uh, somatic, cool. Verbal somatic, verbal somatic. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to really find a spell where it doesn't get. Um, so I'm wrapped up. Am I still like on my feet? At least did it just like? Yeah, you might actually be kind of stumbling around a little bit on your feet. Okay, I'm just going to run straight forward <laughs> okay. until I hit something. Okay. All right, the rest of you hear the sound of crashing glass <laughs> as he runs into the, the pastry display case. We come running. And, uh, I'm just and like, Paulton, help me not again! Paulton, you take six points of damage. Cool. And, uh, yeah, so you can hear the sound of crashing glass downstairs. Kids! We're up it's here. Bed. We're upstairs. Oh no. Jeff <laughs> uh. will go downstairs, but he does that thing where, you know, 
at the end of the beach day, he's still in his swim trunks and only put on like one shirt. <laughs> so it's probably like just his vest. All right. Uh, so he's got like his like leather vest and his right. swim trunks. The quiet comes downstairs. And then, yeah, excellent. You see, Paulton, your speed becomes zero when you fall over. Uh, so you are basically lying <laughs> oh. down, flailing on the ground. And uh, you take another, uh, you take another ten points of damage as DF comes down the stairs and sees Paulton wrapped up in a rug, an open box near him, broken shards of glass from the pastry counter he walked into. Um, His feet are just out of the bottom, like yeah. flailing. You're muffled, screaming. He <laughs> just sees this and is like. Hmm? Are you serious right now? Horizon <laughs> <laughs> is like, is something else coming out of the sewer? Oh. K- click your feet twice <laughs> if this is serious. And you see a stop, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll stop. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I like how nothing bad happened and we were all so scared if something bad happened and then Paul thinks it's... Attacked by rug. <laughs> this rug is kicking my ass right now. <laughs> Whose fault is it? All right. Oh. Any announcements? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh. Paulton is in Idol Champions this week. That's yeah. what's on the overlay, right? Yeah, this week. Plan this week. It's it's gonna be fun. Do it. You can complete the collection of everyone. And Simon in contract I'm form is with them. him. I'm actually most looking forward to that part. It's just having the whole crew. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we get a special thing when we're all together. As it would, the, the team does worse. Just fail the mission. Yeah. <laughs> I have been told that our characters specifically don't like overlap, so you, it's good to have them all together kind of thing. Oh, yeah, so they all don't take up like the same slots or anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. I wanted to give a shout out uh, because I know you all like uh, crying as a free action. Uh, just a shout out to my friend Christina Wolfgram, who makes uh, this shirt. Crying is cool. She makes a lot of other mental health positive uh, clothing, and you can find it on Amazon. Her handle is It's the Sea Wolf. You can find her on Instagram. It'll lead you there too. But um, she and I both like to wear our crying shirts together, and uh, I hope you like mental health positivity too. Uh, and I will be playing Starfinder in about a half hour from now on Dark Galaxy Gaming if you want to come watch me play an ace pilot mechanic with that attitude. Oh yeah, also I'll be uh, later this month, February 22nd to the 24th, I'll be at Comic-Con in Birmingham, Alabama. It's an anime convention, so if that's your thing and you're in the area, come hang out. And I still stream. On twitch.tv slash Commander Holly. And Mondays have actually been pretty good. You can come to my Mental Health Mondays where I talk about mental health stuff. And it's real good. And yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. I guess I stream too. <laughs> it's a lot of RPGs and a lot of Magic the Gathering. So if you're like any of that stuff, come on by. And um, a lot of things happened today. A lot of really fascinating moments. I'm sure you just want to discuss. <laughs> if only there was a place you could go to do that. Art of, I know. In all the places of the internet, it just seems like the one thing you should really get is something like a subreddit that you can go to right now to join in all the discussion for all things dice camera action. Uh, a lot of really good theories on it uh, that I've been really enjoying lately. Uh, they went through the entire list of everyone who's in love with Evelyn. Uh, they've oh, got, that's right, yeah. 
they've gone through like the people are talking about like the most memorable moments throughout all of uh, Dice Camera action. Uh, there's a really good discussion going on about the moral compass of every character, which is really, really fascinating to me. Mm. And all that stuff and more, and you can join in on it. So, should you need a link? I, Jared, I believe that <sighs> you should uh, um, um, <sighs> post repeatedly that URL. Close enough. Bam, the link. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what buttons you push to do that. <laughs> all right, and so that's a wrap for this week, folks. Uh, until next time, we'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and catch you later. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.